Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And on Fridays, we have Karen's Book Corner. Well, as you know, we normally uh, read a little bit or talk about books I've written or a review of books by other authors. But this month is October also known as Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so in keeping with that, I will be sharing with you the first book that I wrote, My Dear Rosa Jean. You can find this book and others at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. From there, you can also contact me and purchase books. So, as I said, this month's series is Overcoming Abuse, where I share the backstory to my book, My Dear Rosa Jean, today. And then on October 15th, I will share the red warning flags as per my own experience. And then on October 29th, I will share the process of my overcoming. So, I'm sharing with you my testimony today, although my book was written in fiction. I hope that won't be confusing for you. My childhood. I was born into a very dysfunctional family. I was the oldest of six children. The first three of us suffered much abuse. And as the time went along, the others were more protected because we were older. But there was other kinds of abuse that we all suffered. Verbal abuse the abuse from watching our parents arguing and screaming, the negative feedback that we always had, favoritism, and neglect. They often left us for hours on end, and we didn't know where they were. They didn't know where we were. Anyway, my first memory was of my mother coming into our bedroom and screaming hysterically. She would, she would hit me in the, with, in the head with her fists, or with a brush, and my little baby sister would always watch, terrified, and my father would be in another room. He never stepped up. He never came in to help. In that way, he betrayed me repeatedly and the others because he did not, he failed to protect. So that pattern went on for, for years. My mother would get hysterical and abusive, especially with me because I was the oldest. I was also her favorite, so that was very confusing. So that all came to a head when I was 17. My mother had already been in a mental institution for a while. They let her out because she was pregnant. And back then... The institution did not want to take care of her and the baby, so they sent them home, sent her home. So we tried to watch out for each other and for, for our baby brother as much as we could. But then one day, she managed to slip out of the house without being noticed, and she had my six-week-old brother with her. And the whole town searched for them. The next day, they were found at the bottom of Rockcliffe behind our home. She was dead, and he was severely handicapped. Well, there was no investigation, so the actual, uh, the actual thing that happened is a mystery. 
I believe that she committed suicide, but other members of the family were afraid that someone had murdered her and they were after the rest of us. That's what my my father's theory was. So there was much turmoil in all of that. Then I married my high school sweetheart, which he also had family problems. So between the both of us, we had no idea what a, a normal, happy family life would be like. Our, our um, relationship actually failed from the very beginning, but we limped along for a decade. You may recall that back in those days, you were supposed to stay through it no matter what. Well, during that time, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I had two children. But distractions of a failed marriage did happen, and divorce was hard. He had the money and the connections, so I lost my home, and for a while, my children and my belongings. I was devastated. I felt like I had been thrown into a ditch. And then along came a knight in shining armor. A man who loved me like a father and loved me as a husband. Yes, he was older than me. And he, he and I got married, and we had a wonderful relationship. He put me through college, and I began my career with the Commonwealth of Virginia. And then he suddenly died. And I was devastated. I was confused. I was very messed up for a while. And then I had a brief relationship and it was exciting while we dated once a week. But, but once we got together, I was considered boring when we were living together every day. The practice of withholding affection for any reason was happening a lot. And that was a painful reintroduction for me to the rejection that I suffered in childhood and in my first marriage. So while suffering from rejection, feeling needy and alone, I, and a failed relationship, another failed relationship, then I met a charismatic man. And he was like my mother. He was very loving and affectionate, and then he was very cruel and abusive. That was what I thought love was. I revisited my own known pattern of life, and I felt trapped in it. I, he tried to kill me, and after... A two-week stint in a women's shelter, I returned because I thought forgiveness included to drop the charges and to go back to my abuser. Many women have made that mistake. Forgiving has nothing to do with going back to that person. Trust may have disconnected forever, and that would be something you have to... You cannot trust a person unless... They prove themselves over time to be trustworthy again. Anyway, I suffered another year because I went back, and I was tortured and abused. I cried out to the Lord for forgiveness and for rescue, and amazingly, there was a means of escape. And recovery, recovery took many years. Then I met my present husband, and the Lord pressed me to share my story in, re in my dear Rosa Jean. To share my story, that's so personal and so fresh. I didn't want to give out this information, but I wanted to obey. Therefore, I wrote My Dear Rosa Jean in fiction. I changed the dates, the places, the names, and some of the details. 
Well, so that's essentially the backstory of my book, My Dear Rosa Jean. And I'm going to read to you the blurb on the back, hopefully to whet your interest in it if I haven't already. Rosa Jean wondered if she could ever recover from her life of domestic violence. In a beautiful Shenandoah Valley suburb of Virginia, Rosa Jean grapples with a marriage filled with domestic violence compounded by the abuse she suffered as a child. Her kind Aunt Grace patiently listens to Rosa Jean's story, and together they struggle for her survival, spiritual growth, and recovery. I heard a terrible noise from the living room, a loud thud and breaking glass. I asked myself if something had fallen from a shelf, but I immediately realized no. I knew from the sound of the impact that Brad had deliberately slammed my sentimental porcelain doll collection down, shelf and all. I realized that he must be angry, and there I was, trapped in the dining room. I froze. It was like slow motion watching him lumber toward me through the only available doorway. It was sort of like when I was a child walking the train tracks and watching a locomotive meandering toward me. If a woman has lived in domestic violence most of her life, can she ever really escape or survive it? And if so, how can she hope to recover? I refer to Psalm 40, verses 2 through 3. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Well, on October 15th, I will be sharing the red warning flags as per my own experience. And then on October 29th, I will share the process of overcoming, my process of overcoming. So until then, this is Karen. Karen's Book Corner, available every Friday. We have new presentations every first and third Friday. This month, it will be also the last Friday. And as you know, Turn to God with Karen has episodes every Monday morning where we cover various topics to bring encouragement and healing through our challenges. And every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit, where I read a passage from the Word of God and we discuss it. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website's contact page and send me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome. And you can also find there more information about my books and purchase them there. And that is KarenJaneCasey.com. Well, thank you and God bless. <music>